Alright, we got the podcast on and video on. Hopefully, computer's been acting frantic lately. Hey, how's everybody doing? Welcome on board to another episode of Americana the American Way Crisis in Afghanistan Spatial, if you will. Uh, 15,000 Americans or so. We don't know how many for show. Uh, held hostage in Afghanistan. We'll explain why I feel that way uh, in, a, in a minute. But this is Big John. You can find me on Anchor.fm, all the spot, all the podcasting apps at Americana, the American way, as well as uh, YouTube and Rumble under that name. Also on uh, Twitter at the real underscore Big John, and on parlor at the real big john all one word so let's let's listen to this a, a momentary here something I, I just saw on instagram but speaks volumes about how we feel about afghanistan right now is that inevitably what you believe will happen if our americans and our allies obviously we want to we want to honor our promises to our afghan allies over there that helped us, that were interpreters. Uh, I, I heard a report this morning that an interpreter that didn't get out, that showed up at the gate with his SIV, his special interest visa, showed up at the gate with the proper documentation to show that he should be able to get out of the country, get on an airplane, and the Taliban took his paperwork, took his SIV, took him back to his, his town that he's from, and chopped off the heads of his cousins, his brothers, and then himself, in that town to make a point. So these are the people that we're talking about. So do yes. you think that inevitably, if there are Americans left after this uh, August 31st deadline that Joe Biden himself put out there as a deadline, then ask the Taliban, what the hell are you asking the Taliban for? Ask the Taliban, oh, could you please extend this deadline? They're freaking terrorists. Yeah. If, you, if we don't have our Americans out as of August 31st, what do you think is going to happen to them if they're caught, if they're found? Is that inevitably what you believe will happen? Okay, so uh, the point that uh, David J. Harris was making there on inst- on his Instagram, what do we think is going to happen uh, to our Americans that are left behind in Afghanistan? Right now, well, first of all, let's back the truck up a year <clears throat> or a little more than a year on the water bottle. Uh, why didn't we have this problem three hundred and sixty-five days ago? Well, part or all of the problem right now with our foreign policy domestic policy and every policy is you've got a tired old man who has no competence to be in the office but the media and your friends 
supposedly convinced 81 million of us to vote for this guy. And nobody in the world respects him or his foreign policy team. Maybe they didn't respect Trump. Maybe they didn't like Trump. But they feared him. They didn't, you know, play these games. The Taliban was not setting the rules for withdrawal in Afghanistan. The Chinese were not lecturing our diplomats on foreign policy and saying, don't come at us from a position of strength anymore. But this goes back several presidents. One thing Joe Biden said that was right, he's the fourth president to preside over this war or whatever you want to call it in Afghanistan. What we don't know is what were these presidents told from Biden back to Bush and when were they told it? We know one thing. Trump said to hell with it. We don't need to be in all these foreign conflicts. We don't need to be the world police. And I can remember back George W. Bush rode on the same ticket, rode the same you know line. We don't. We're not going to be the world's police officer. <laughs> exactly what we ended up being and it's been that way since the 90s um, at least Trump one didn't get us into any new wars new conflicts new police actions and he got our allies to start paying their share of what they owed us what uh, our protection was worth. And for some reason, the media and the liberals and the uh, military-industrial complex even hated him for that. But we sit here and we listen to our diplomats from the Secretary of Defense to the top general, uh, General Milley, Said at press conferences, go. I, 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 I don't know. I just did what I was told. Joe Biden told me to just guard the Cabal Airport. We had a safe, secure airport. The United States military in Bagram, Afghanistan. We could have gotten all these Americans and our um, Afghan helpers out of Afghanistan. Now the Taliban controls all the roads that lead to the Cabal airport. And the excuse that this uh, government of ours gives us is, well, we didn't think that the... Afghan fighting force would fade so quickly. Well, <clears throat> the first thing 
Biden did was he took away the air support and tactical support of the United States military to the Afghanistan military. Af- the Afghan Af- Afghanese Afghanistan Afghanis fought off every major um, army at the height of its power. Think about that. The Russian army, <clears throat> the Russian army, Napoleon, France, any place it's invade, it's called the it's called the land where dynasties go to die because they beat everybody and the United States military beat back you know the Taliban and any resistance whether it was ISIS or Al-Qaeda or whoever in Afghanistan and yet we start trying to build our, our mission went haywire when we started nation building in Afghanistan. But we took in the Afghanistan people that were willing to fight for Afghanistan against the Taliban and created a good fighting force out of them. They had American tanks, planes, Humvees, all of this. But we took away the American air power, the American uh, intelligence gathering, the American drones without uh, teaching them how to get their own intelligence, teaching them how to have their own tactical support, uh, whether it was, you know, uh, intelligence, uh, troop movements from the other side, uh, you know, how to fly the drones uh, so they could see the Taliban and where they were and so on and so forth. We took all that away overnight, it, it, at night, like literally. We packed our shit at Bagram Air Base and just left. We could have used those Air Force, our military air bases, to get our American citizens, some of them are women, who are there you know, trying to uh, be do-gooders. And here's Biden. Well, let's focus on this. The, these women that are trying to fight for other women's rights, trying to established schools where girls are allowed to be taught to read and write okay and they're going to be left to the devices of the Taliban we're taking the honest word of the Taliban that they will get these Americans out allow them to leave no, they won't. They're going to say, oh, okay, you're under Sharia law now and you're not wearing a burqa, so 
You are no longer subject to your freedom. You're in public with a man who is not your relative. You're subject to Sharia law. You're an American citizen. Well, you're in our country now. You're, You're subject to Sharia law. Do you praise Allah or do you praise uh, Jesus? Oh, God. Okay, Jehovah. Right? If you say, I don't praise Allah, I don't recognize Muhammad as the prophet who is Allah's friend and is the way to, well, Muhammad's not the way to heaven, even in Muslim law but you get my point they're going to say off with your head you infidel you just heard a story it's just a story I haven't fact checked it but a story of a an American interpreter who had the proper paperwork to get into Cabal Airport, which is supposedly being controlled by the Americans, and supposedly the Taliban is says they're going to cooperate with us. He showed his paperwork, said, I have an American special visa, and they said, no, you worked with the Americans, we're taking you back to your village and killing you. Now, there could be, we can't get a straight number, because we know the media lies. We know that this government and all governments lie, because they say that, you know, it's not in our best interest to know the truth. Yeah, right. So, There could be 15,000 American hostages right now in Afghanistan. You know, we've already seen, you know, the Cabal airport being overrun with people. Uh, Some just regular Afghans who want to get out because they know how bad it was with the Taliban before. But... We've put $2 trillion into this. No American knows what George W. Bush was told and when he was told it. All we know is Afghanistan bad, Al-Qaeda bad, Bin Laden is in Afghanistan. Factually speaking, Bin Laden took down the Twin Towers on 9-11. We're a few weeks from the 20th anniversary of a day that changed my life as an American. But we were told, and supposedly our president, George W. Bush at the time, was told that Bin Laden, the mastermind of this, and the mastermind of many attacks on Americans throughout the 1990s, was hiding in Afghanistan. Why? Why? <laughs> well, most other Muslim nations thought he was new, I should say new, 
Bin Laden was cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs and wouldn't keep him. Um, Saddam Hussein offered Bin Laden refuge and Bin Laden supposedly said, no, you're too much of a dick for even me. So, thanks, but no thanks, Saddam. So, what were our presidents told? We know weapons of mass destruction in Iraq was a, a lie. We know once the once Al Qaeda was rooted out, and we yeah we had to fight the Taliban away, fight them off to get access to go in and capture the Taliban. But 20 years and two trillion dollars later. Thousands of Americans crippled, killed in combat. 60,000 Afghanis killed trying to defend their country from the Taliban retaking it. Multiple corrupt leaders in the Afghan military and Afghan government. Where has this gotten the United States? If, if this president should not be impeached over this, I, I don't know what. If he shouldn't be relieved of office, I don't know what. But we have to go through and not an Adam Shifty Shift dog and pony show. I know Adam Shift has already called for intelligence hearings, intelligence committee hearings. They aren't going to get at any questions. They aren't going to hit anything hard. We've got to know what Biden was told and when. We've got to know what Trump was told and when. We've got to be told, we got to know what Obama was told and when. What George W. Bush was told and when he was told it. Okay? We have to know all of those things to get to the root of this. I'm going to look something up called the uh, Afghan Papers by the Washington Post, which is a, an inner working of the Pentagon, not finding out you know what was really going on. But where did the $2 trillion go? Where did they go? You know, we had a lot of money given to defense contractors. That's where it went, the military-industrial complex. We're not going to BS about that. But the American people were being sold this lie that this money, oh, we're, we're doing all this for the Afghan children, for the women's rights, so that, you know, little Afghanistan girls can go to school and learn to read and those are good things and those were the lies that our government sold us yes the Taliban certain tribes certain factions within 
Islam are archaic 1500 Middle Ages, Dark Ages uh, religion, religious zealots. But our government has lied to us for 20 years and now we've got this tired old man who's been elected king telling us, well, we just had to leave, so we just left. But we left citizens behind before we took our military out. And now we're talking about leaving them behind a second time and we're gonna take our military out. Tell me how, what, why, and where this makes any sense. It doesn't, but you got a, a man who's entering senility. You've got a totally incompetent vice president, a freshman senator, a freshman United States senator, not even a ranking member of the United States Senate, not even somebody who is in the leadership of Senate as vice president. And you wonder why other nations don't respect the United States of America. This is unreal. We're going to be back in Afghanistan. Our military is going to be back in there. I almost bet you dollars to donuts. If not, you're going to have thousands or tens of thousands well, oh 10,000 Americans killed maybe 15,000 along with all the contractors or assets uh, as they're sometimes called that helped us it's going to be crazy all because orange man bad all because one guy dared to take on the establishment media and the establishment swamp corruption in Washington, D.C. But I don't want to sing the praises of Donald Trump. I want to sing the incompetencies of this president and 15,000 American hostages in Afghanistan. Where is the American outrage? Where is the outpouring? of emotion for Americans in Afghanistan. God bless you all. Pray for one another. Pray for the people who are in Afghanistan behind Taliban lines being held hostage. That's what this is. Let's not kid each other anymore. God bless you and God bless America. This is Big John on Americana, the American way. I'll see you next time. Alright, we got the podcast on. And video on. Hopefully. Computer's been acting frantic lately. Hey, how's everybody doing? Welcome on board to another episode of Americana, the American way. 
crisis in Afghanistan, spatial, if you will. Uh, 15,000 Americans or so. We don't know how many for show. Uh, held hostage in Afghanistan. We'll explain why I feel that way uh, in, a, in a minute. But this is Big John. You can find me on anchor.fm all the spot all the podcasting apps at americana the american way as well as uh youtube and rumble under that name also on uh, twitter at the real underscore big john and on Parlor at the real Big John, all one word. So let's let's listen to this a momentary here. Something I, I just saw on Instagram, but speaks volumes about how we feel about Afghanistan right now. Is that inevitably what you believe will happen? If our Americans and our allies, obviously we want to we want to honor our promises to our Afghan allies over there that helped us, that were interpreters. Uh, I, I heard a report this morning that an interpreter that didn't get out, that showed up at the gate with his SIV, his special interest visa, showed up at the gate with the proper documentation to show that he should be able to get out of the country, get on an airplane, and the Taliban took his paperwork, took his SIV, took him back to his, his town that he's from, and chopped off the heads of his cousins, his brothers, and then himself, in that town to make a point so these are the people that we're talking about so do yes. you think that inevitably if there are americans left after this uh, august 31st deadline that joe biden himself put out there as a deadline then ask the taliban what the hell are you asking the taliban for ask the taliban oh could you please extend this deadline they're freaking terrorists yeah. if you if we don't have our americans out as of august 31st what do you think is going to happen to them if they're caught, if they're found? Is that inevitably what you believe will happen? Okay, so uh, the point that uh, David J. Harris was making there on inst on his Instagram, what do we think is going to happen uh, to our Americans that are left behind in Afghanistan? Right now, well, first of all, let's back the truck up a year <clears throat> or a little more than a year find my water bottle. Uh, why didn't we have this problem three hundred and sixty five days ago? Well, part or all of the problem right now with our foreign policy domestic policy and every policy is you've got a tired old man who has no competence to be in the office but the media and your friends supposedly convinced 81 million of us to vote for this guy and nobody in the world respects him or his foreign policy team Maybe they didn't respect Trump. Maybe they didn't like Trump. But they feared him. They didn't 
you know, play these games, the Taliban was not setting the rules for withdrawal in Afghanistan. The Chinese were not lecturing our diplomats on foreign policy and saying, don't come at us from a position of strength anymore. But this goes back several presidents. One thing Joe Biden said that was right, he's the fourth president to preside over this war or whatever you want to call it in Afghanistan. What we don't know is what were these presidents told from Biden back to Bush and when were they told it? We know one thing. Trump said to hell with it. We don't need to be in all these foreign conflicts. We don't need to be the world police. And I can remember back George W. Bush rode on the same ticket, rode the same, you know, line. We don't we're not gonna be the world's police officer. <laughs> was exactly what we ended up being. And it's been that way since the 90s. Um, At least Trump, one, didn't get us into any new wars, new conflicts, new police actions. And he got our allies to start paying their share of what they owed us what uh, our protection was worth. And for some reason, the media and the liberals and the uh, military-industrial complex even hated him for that. But we sit here and we listen to our diplomats from the Secretary of Defense to the top general, uh, General Milley, Said at press conferences, go. I, 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 I don't know. I just did what I was told. Joe Biden told me to just guard the Cabal Airport. We had a safe, secure airport. The United States military in Bagram, Afghanistan. We could have gotten all these Americans and our um, Afghan helpers out of Afghanistan. Now the Taliban controls all the roads that lead to the Cabal airport. And the excuse that this uh, government of ours gives us is, well, we didn't think that the... Afghan fighting force would fade so quickly. Well, the first thing Biden did was he took away the air support and tactical support of the United States military to the Afghanistan military. The Afghan Afghan ease 
Afghanis fought off every major um, army at the height of its power. Think about that. The Russian army, <clears throat> the Russian army, Napoleon, France, any place it's invaded, it's called the it's called the land where dynasties go to die because they beat everybody and the United States military beat back you know the Taliban and any resistance whether it was ISIS or Al-Qaeda or whoever in Afghanistan and yet we start trying to build our, our mission went haywire when we started nation building in Afghanistan but we took in the Afghanistan people that were willing to fight for Afghanistan against the Taliban and created a good fighting force out of them. They had American tanks, planes, Humvees, all of this. But we took away the American air power, the American uh, intelligence gathering, the American drones without uh, teaching them how to get their own intelligence, teaching them how to have their own tactical support, uh, whether it was, you know, uh, intelligence, uh, troop movements from the other side, uh, you know, how to fly the drones uh, so they could see the Taliban and where they were and so on and so forth. We took all that away overnight, it, it, at night, like literally. We packed our shit at Bagram Air Base and just left. We could have used those Air Force, our military air bases, to get our American citizens, some of them are women, who are there you know, trying to uh, be do-gooders. And here's Biden. Well, let's focus on this. The, these women that are trying to fight for other women's rights, trying to established schools where girls are allowed to be taught to read and write okay and they're going to be left to the devices of the Taliban we're taking the honest word of the Taliban that they will get these Americans out allow them to leave no, they won't. They're going to say, oh, okay, you're under Sharia law now and you're not wearing a burqa, so you are no longer subject to your freedom. You're in public with a man who is not your relative. You're subject to Sharia law. You're an American citizen 
well, you're in our country now. You're, you're subject to Sharia law. Do you praise Allah or do you praise uh, Jesus? Oh, God. Okay, Jehovah. Right? If you say, I don't praise Allah, I don't recognize Muhammad as the prophet who is Allah's friend and is the way to, well, Muhammad's not the way to heaven, even in Muslim law, but you get my point. They're going to say, off with your head, you infidel. You just heard a story. Now, it's just a story. I haven't fact-checked it. But a story of a an American interpreter who had the proper paperwork to get into Cabal Airport, which is supposedly being controlled by the Americans. And supposedly the Taliban is says they're going to cooperate with us. He showed his paperwork, said, I have an American special visa. And they said, no, you worked with the Americans. We're taking you back to your village and killing you. Now, <clears throat> there could be, we can't get a straight number, because so we know the media lies. We know that this government and all governments lie because they say that you know it's not in our best interest to know the truth yeah right so <clears throat> there could be 15,000 American hostages right now in Afghanistan you know we've already seen you know the cabal airport being overrun with people uh, some just regular Afghans who want to get out because they know how bad it was with the Taliban before. But we've put $2 trillion into this. No American knows what George W. Bush was told and when he was told it. All we know is Afghanistan bad, Al-Qaeda bad, <clears throat> Bin Laden is in Afghanistan. Factually speaking, Bin Laden took down the Twin Towers on 9-11. We're a few weeks from the 20th anniversary of a day that changed my life as an American. But we were told, and supposedly our president, George W. Bush at the time, was told that Bin Laden, the mastermind of this, and the mastermind of many attacks on Americans throughout the 1990s, was hiding in Afghanistan. Why? <laughs> well, most other Muslim nations thought he was new, I should say new. Bin Laden was cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs and wouldn't keep him. Um, he 
Saddam Hussein offered bin Laden refuge and bin Laden supposedly said, no, you're too much of a dick for even me. So thanks, but no thanks, Saddam. So what were our presidents told? We know weapons of mass destruction in Iraq was a, a lie. We know once the once Al Qaeda was rooted out, and we yeah we had to fight the Taliban away, fight them off to get access to go in and capture the Taliban. But twenty years and two trillion dollars later. Thousands of Americans crippled, killed in combat. 60,000 Afghanis killed trying to defend their country from the Taliban retaking it. Multiple corrupt leaders in the Afghan military and Afghan government. Where has this gotten the United States? If, if this president should not be impeached over this, I, de- I don't know what. If he shouldn't be relieved of office, I don't know what. But we have to go through and not an Adam Shifty Shift dog and pony show. I know Adam Shift has already called for intelligence hearings, intelligence committee hearings. They aren't going to get at any questions. They aren't going to hit anything hard. We've got to know what Biden was told and when. We've got to know what Trump was told and when. We've got to be told, we got to know what Obama was told and when. What George W. Bush was told and when he was told it. Okay? We have to know all of those things to get to the root of this. I'm going to look something up called the uh, Afghan Papers by the Washington Post, which is an inner working of the Pentagon, finding out what was really going on. But where did the $2 trillion go? Where did they go? You know, we had a lot of money given to defense contractors. That's where it went, the military-industrial complex. We're not going to BS about that. But the American people were being sold this lie that this money, oh, we're, we're doing all this for the Afghan children, for the women's rights, so that, you know, little Afghanistan girls can go to school and learn to read. And those are good things. And those were the lies that our government sold us. Yes, the Taliban, certain tribes, certain factions within Islam are archaic, 1500 Middle Ages, Dark Ages, religion, religious zealots, but our government has lied to us for 20 years 
And now we've got this tired old man who's been elected king telling us, well, we just had to leave, so we just left. But we left citizens behind before we took our military out. And now we're talking about leaving them behind a second time, and we're going to take our military out. Tell me how, what, why, and where this makes any sense. It doesn't. But you've got a, a man who's entering senility. You've got a totally incompetent vice president, a freshman senator, a freshman United States senator, not even a ranking member of the United States Senate. Not even somebody who is in the leadership of Senate as vice president. And you wonder why other nations don't respect the United States of America. This is unreal. We're going to be back in Afghanistan. Our military is going to be back in there. I almost bet you dollars to donuts. If not, you're going to have thousands or tens of thousands. Well, oh, 10,000 Americans killed, maybe 15,000. Along with all the contractors or assets, uh, as they're sometimes called, that helped us. It's going to be crazy. All because orange man bad. All because one guy dared to take on the establishment media and the establishment swamp corruption in Washington, D.C. But I don't want to sing the praises of Donald Trump. I want to sing the incompetencies of this president and 15,000 American hostages in Afghanistan. Where is the American outrage? Where is the outpouring of emotion for Americans in Afghanistan? God bless you all. Pray for one another. Pray for the people who are in Afghanistan behind Taliban lines being held hostage. That's what this is. Let's not kid each other anymore. God bless you and God bless America. This is Big John on Americana, the American way. I'll see you next time.